I I feel too powerful right now. Um, so I went over to my cousin's house earlier. Well, my uncle's house. Um, so I used to dance when I was a kid, and that was the only time I remember like ever wearing makeup and playing around with makeup and stuff. Oh, and then for prom, I had fake lashes on. I think so. I've never really worn makeup. Um, so I want to like learn. And she also did my nails for me. And like not just painted them. Like she put on acrylic nails, put on fake nails. We glued them on, which, oh my gosh, at first it's the most disgusting feeling. I hated it. But now I cannot get enough of these. And we painted them like bright pink. Like I had like a really hot pink. Oh my goodness, that feels so powerful. Listen to this. This is like some ASMR for you. That's me tapping on my laptop. This is me typing. Oh my gosh. Actually, it's not me typing. I lied. It's just me tapping my phone. But I can type normally. Everyone says like, oh, you can't do anything wearing nails. But... I feel like I can conquer the world right now. Like, I'm pretty much good. Oh, apart from the only thing I couldn't do was put my shoes on. That is so hard. But yeah, I oh, I just feel so powerful lately. Like, I, over the lockdown, bought a lot of heels and a lot of bags, which I I can't walk in heels, so I don't know why I did it. But I think I just wanted to, like, practice. But the way I've been describing it to people is, like, you know when little girls go into, or, like, little kids, let's not gender this, but... um. You know when kids go into their parents' room, usually the mums, and like dress up, like put on their heels or put on the makeup and put on the perfume and stuff. I feel like I'm doing that, but with my own things. I feel like I'm just growing up or I'm like, I'm putting things on and being like, oh my God, I'm a girl. And my friend texted me earlier, literally like, oh, look at you being all girly. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I know, like it's so weird. But Oh, and I also got my double lobe piercings yesterday, which um, I didn't tell my granddad about so he's gonna hear that right now hi granddad sorry I've wanted them for years the last piercing I got was my 15th birthday and I got my helix done and the only other piercings I have are my ears so like yeah I feel like I'm gonna be totting around just like being a little diva which actually I've always been a little diva it's always been inside of me um but I kind of turned it off when I got into secondary school which I don't know why and maybe it wasn't obvious maybe I still was a diva in secondary school but I don't think I was I've been round at my granddad's a lot whilst I've been home, uh, just watching like videos when I was a kid and looking through photos and oh my goodness, I don't know how to describe the little child I'm seeing, but she is, what well, diva is a good word. I met one of my sister's boyfriends the other day, not, I said this to someone the other day and they said, whoa, one of your sister's boyfriends? As in like she has two boyfriends. No, that's not what I meant. I have two sisters. So one of the sisters is his boyfriend. Do you get me? Yeah, so they gave me a lift with my sister. And apparently after they dropped me off, he said to my sister, the only word I can think of to describe to you is ditzy, which I love. That is so me, it's spot on. So yeah, whilst I've been at my granddad's, we've been like playing all these records because he used to DJ. So he has thousands of records, like literally thousands, um, like singles, EPs, LPs. He calls them LPs, not records. Yeah, he used to work on banana boats, so he's, like, travelled the world. Well, not the world, but he's travelled around the world, so technically travelled the world. And he used to collect records along the way, and he's literally got, like, um, like original Madonna, original Elton John, original um, the people who sang YMCA. Like, it's so cool. And he put this one on, and I instantly recognised it as... And it's so crazy that my brain can do this, and I hear this, like, so many people can do this, but... You, have you ever watched the film Matilda? I don't know what, this is a rhetorical question for whoever's listening. If you have a great, you'll know what I'm talking about. And if you haven't, then I don't know, like skip 30 seconds or something. 
So there's a scene in Matilda where she is on the ladders and she's moving some boxes and, um, oh no. So there's like some detectives that pull up and then they go to collect a box and she like moves it with her eye. But anyway, the music that's in the background of that scene, he put the record on for it. And I instantly knew exactly in my head everything that was happening in the film Matilda. And I was like, this is off Matilda. And like, isn't it crazy that my brain can just like play everything that I've watched to that song, but I didn't even know what song it was. I still don't know what the song's called, but like Matilda was one of my favorite films as a kid. Obviously The Parent Trap was probably my favorite film, but I was obsessed with Matilda. And I, I mean, everyone who's ever seen Matilda as a kid tried to like move things with their eyes, right? So as a surprise, I don't know when it was, my mum and my granddad came to London and we spent some time together and we like went out for food and stuff and we were going to try and like go and watch something last minute but we were like oh it's really expensive and like everything's booked out and we'll just forget it like we'll just have a nice meal and then it's fine and then my mum she's so sneaky she's done this so many times so I don't know why I didn't see it coming but like I don't want to expect them kind of things you know so yeah so my mum hid the tickets in her bag and was like oh will you pass me my bag like will you get this thing out for me please and so I found the paper and I didn't know what it was and so she was like oh like what's that and she'd got us old tickets to see Matilda which oh my gosh I was I it was incredible it was so amazing but my little mind couldn't understand the way that they did certain things in it oh it was just the production was amazing and at this one point I don't want to like give spoilers or anything but they drop something from the roof and then obviously catch it and run away with it. But I thought it was a person and I'm like, oh my goodness, how did they just do that? Like, I was amazed. And then it took me like a while to realize that wasn't an actual person, Tia, like they can't do that. But I really thought it was. Going back to me being a diva and this whole like thinking about Matilda, I really wanted to be somebody who could be in musicals. Like I don't, love musicals well I do now but like I haven't seen that many and I used to find them really irritating I was obsessed with Glee and now when I watch it I'm like this is the cringiest thing like I just can't but I really wanted to be a dancer and every year growing up I went to the pantomime with my family like every Christmas and I would just watch these and be so envious of everybody on the stage because they can all sing and dance and act and have fun and I wanted to be that person So growing up, my mum was a dancer and she used to do like ballet, tap dancing, like all these amazing things. She used to do like everything and she used to compete in competitions and she was in pantomimes and like theatre things. And I think she kind of had those hopes for me as a kid. So she tried to take me to ballet and I kind of actually do remember this. So I can't have been that young, but I was quite young and she took me to this ballet class and apparently like just doing the stretches, I couldn't stop laughing. And I refused to like take part in the thing. And I sat out at the side and just laughed at everybody during the lesson. So that's really bad of me. And obviously I can never go back there again. But I did go into dancing, but it was like line dancing. But it's not, line dancing is like obviously country and stuff. It wasn't like all country. We did like hip hop and stuff. But the way that line dancing works is that you have a pattern of dancing and then you just repeat it the whole song. So It can be any genre of music, but it's just that repetition that is what it's about. I also did majorettes, so like baton twirling, and we did cheerleading and like military stuff, but I am not flexible at all. So the cheerleading style that I did was never like 
flips and splits and jumping up in the air. Like ours was just dancing, but with pom-poms. I loved it. I was really good at it. I won like, um, so you have like a leader of the dance and a mascot and then the team. And I was a mascot and I came first, which I don't know why that was, but obviously I was just the best at it. Duh. No, I'm joking. If you hear me being confident, it's usually fake confidence. Although I'm pretty confident nowadays, but I've had to like push this fake confidence until I've believed it, like fake it till you make it kind of thing. But I think it's working. So I'm gonna just keep being confident, but it's, yeah. I, I was really sarcastic the other day, like me and my friend were going to the pub and it was chucking it down outside. And he texted me like, oh my gosh, we're gonna look so awful by the time we get there. And I almost text back being like, you know, we'll still be the best looking people in the place. Like we're in Scunthorpe. But I can't say that because actually there's some, like there's some gorgeous people in Scunthorpe. And also like we didn't, we have, we went to school together, but we haven't actually seen each other or hung out in probably since Lever's day. So probably like five years. So I couldn't text him that because what if he didn't realize I was being sarcastic? But then I'm like in my brain, like low key, like deep down in my heart, am I not being sarcastic? Like, is that what I really think? I don't know. But yeah, I was always like really dramatic as a kid. And I remember this one time in year four, I, I mean, I still get hip problems nowadays. I've been, I need to see a specialist about it. But yeah, I was like, I think I'd sprained both my hips and I straight up refused to walk. Like the school was gonna send me home. They were like, you just need to go to the office. And I refused to walk to the office. And my supply teacher or not supply teacher, support teacher, like TA, teaching assistant, that person, they had to put me on like an office chair with wheels, you know, like a, it wasn't, obviously it's not a wheelie chair, but it's a chair with wheels. Anyway, he had to put me on this wheelchair and wheel me to the office because I just like was refusing to walk. But that's how dramatic I am or I've always been. So yeah, my mom tried to take me to drama classes. I don't know if she did it because she knew I was dramatic and she was like, this kid needs an outlet or if she was like, she has no confidence. So she needs something to boost it. But I went and I loved it and I've been waiting so long. And then we were doing Fantastic Mr. Fox and they gave me a script. And I remember like I had like a few lines and my one line was coming up and I'd memorized it in my head and I was like, okay, I'm ready to go. And I was like repeating it and repeating it to the point where I was like, I'm not gonna read off my script. I'm gonna be confident and show them I can act. And then I put it down and the word was twit. The word in the script, T-W-I-T, like you twit as in you idiot or whatever that word means. I didn't say twit. I obviously said a different word, which I didn't know at the time was a swear word and a really bad word. And I remember saying it and everybody gasping and my mum had to pull me aside and be like, Tia, that's a really bad word. Like, and everyone, I'm hoping they knew that like it was an accident and I'd never heard of the word before but my mum might have been humiliated like she might have thought in her head like oh I hope they don't think she's got this from me but like it genuinely was just the case I'd never heard this word and I didn't even realize I'd mixed up my words but yeah obviously could never go back there so it didn't really work out for me this whole like being a little diva thing although I was in school plays and like even though everyone's in school plays and you just like have to sing and stuff I was like in school plays. I played an owl and which I've still got the costume and it still fits me because there's photos of 17 year old me running around on my mum's bed in this owl costume. I also played in this play called The Keymaster. Um, I was Guy Fawkes and a suffragette. Suffragette, there we go, I said it right. And I don't know if they like just cast me as Guy Fawkes because I couldn't sing or act 
or if they did it because they needed a loud kid and obviously I was a loud kid um but I killed it they had to like pull my intestines out or something so we got like tights and we had to paint them red and stuff and like stuff them with things and then I had to like crawl under the stage and they had to pull me out from under the stage and we had like this whole chase scene and I had to scream as loud as I could while they pulled my guts out like that's cool and I was also Guy Fox. like hello I'm not gonna lie that play the keymaster is the only reason I know that the Battle of Hastings was in 1066 and there was a guy called William the Conqueror I don't remember learning anything about Battle of Hastings and like obviously Hastings is a place but but yeah I had to accept that I'm never gonna be the Tracy Beaker that I wanted to be even though I used to act like her a lot she was like my role model um I'm never gonna be on Coronation Street which really sucks because I am like the biggest Coronation Street fan like not going back but just since I've watched it and I swear down in like every day and like all the time I'm just referring to Coronation Street to my friends like I'd be like, do you watch Corey? And everyone's like, no, why? Are you literally a nana? But it's so good. And so I'm like, okay, well, you don't watch it, but there's this character and they do this and this applies to your situation. And this is how I know about this. Like, it's so, oh, it's good. But yeah, I'm never going to be on it. Then um, there's videos of me clearly wanting to be a radio presenter, which I don't know where that came from. There's a video with me like interviewing my auntie Angie, my brother and my granddad. And I've actually got a clip of it, so I'm going to insert it here. I literally love the way that whenever I ask somebody how old they are and they tell me, I go, hmm, nice age. Like, <laughs> where have I got that from? Oh my goodness. And then there's this part where, so my brother's pretending to be Luke Skywalker and I'm interviewing Luke Skywalker, which I've never seen Star Wars, but you know, or I've ha- like seen bits of it, but I must have just got bored and not paid attention. But I was a kid. I maybe should watch them like now. So yeah, so I'm interviewing him and I'm like, do you have parents? And he's like, no, they both died. I think I'm just like, oh, that's sad. Well, anyway, I'm just like, move on. I've got a clip of that as well, so let me insert that here. Hello, Luke. Hello. What is your name, Luke? Luke. 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 How old are you? So to do these interviews, oh my goodness, um, let's go back to this diva thing. I obviously wanted to be a singer and for Christmas I got a karaoke machine, which just, God have mercy on the neighbours, the poor neighbours around us, because that thing was on full blast all the time. 
and it had a little camera in it that you could plug into the TV and it also had like a little screen on it so I could watch myself sing and perform like the little narcissist I was. So there's loads of videos and audio clips like because my granddad has a like little voice recorder thing. There's so many, too many of me singing through that microphone really loudly. I had a pink and a white microphone and then a silver and a black one so I could like share with people. But I only had like two CDs. I think one of them was like karaoke greatest songs to sing, whatever it was. And the other one was an ABBA sing-along. I don't think it was Mamma Mia, I think it was ABBA. But little me had never heard an ABBA song, really. I'd obviously heard of like Dancing Queen and stuff at discos, but I didn't know them well enough to sing them. So there's this video of me trying to sing Waterloo and I've never heard it. So I've got the words, but I'm just like making up the tune that I think it is. You know what, I think I've tortured you enough though, so that's where I'll leave it. Oh yeah, going back to London with my mum was so much fun though. On the first night of going, we decided to go to Pizza Hut in Leicester Square. And I mean, I can't sing. We've just spoken about this. You've just heard that I can't sing. You've heard the proof. But there was this guy and there's usually like street performers in Leicester Square. But this guy, bless him, he was really going for it. He was really living his life, really loving it. But he was not the greatest. He was a, an excellent performer, like definitely everybody was staring at him, but I don't know if it was for the right reasons, which I picked up on and I was like, do you know what? This is awful. Like this guy's out here having the best time of his life. And then he started playing Paramore, Still Into You. And I literally was like, oh, mom, I love this song. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness. And I started singing kind of loudly. And then I was like, should I just go and join him? So I just like ran over to this guy, stood in front of him and started singing to the same standard that he was singing and just dancing around and just having fun with him and I think it really encouraged him to the point probably not in a good way not that he started singing louder he couldn't have sung any louder but he started dancing around too and I like when, when I get excited when I'm messing around and I've loaded the space I like to kind of spin and jump as I'm dancing so it's not really dancing and so I was like spinning and jumping around but he was doing it as well and he fell over and temporarily broke his mic. I felt so bad. He got up, carried on, just kept like tapping it and singing with me. And eventually it worked again, but it was literally the most fun ever. And that's happened a few times when I've gone into Leicester Square, someone's been performing and I've started dancing around and other people have just like joined in with me. There's a really cool video. I don't know how we did it, but there was three of us and we kind of like held hands and linked arms and stuff and we were spinning around. And we managed to like all weave in and out of each other and not let go of our hands. I love having fun with strangers. I just love people. I love meeting people and just like living life. Amen. I think that'll be the end of the interview now.